Why do you attract narcissists? Have you noticed how in your life, if you have one narcissist, very often you'll look around and see more than one? What is it about you that attracts narcissists? Well, that's what we're talking about today at queenbeing.com. So let's get started. Closed captioning provided by Athena Moberg and cptsdfoundation.org. My name is Angie Atkinson and on this channel I offer free daily video coaching to help you discover, understand, and overcome narcissistic abuse in toxic relationships. I like to call it toxic relationship rehab. So if that sounds good to you, hit that subscribe button and let's get going. So let's just start with a story today. I remember a first date with a guy, we're going to call him John Doe. To protect the not so innocent. This was during the time that I was a single mom. I felt like I was fully healed from my ex-husband, the narcissist, and we started just really clicking over the phone at first and then we decided okay let's go on a first date. So we went to this club it was called In Cahoots for those of you from the St. Louis area you might remember that a lot of people called that club the meat market. Well I wasn't all that familiar with that term because I was a single mom I didn't really get out that much but we went to the meat market and while we were there another guy asked me for my phone number. Now up to this point the date had been perfectly fine but when this happened this man went ballistic on me. He was horrible he went all over the place. He gave me all kinds of reasons to be very scared of a second date. And luckily at that time, I decided not to go on a second date with that person because one of my rules was don't go out with anyone who you don't want your child to grow up and be like, thankfully. That worked out okay for me. I had some boundaries in place. But what was it that made that guy think he could treat me the way that he did? What is it that makes us so attractive to narcissists in general? Well, let's talk about it. The first thing I would ask you to think about is the possibility that maybe it's not that you're attracting more narcissists than other people, but maybe you're letting them stay longer than other people would. And this could have to do with something in your childhood or a lack of self-esteem or a number of things all related back usually to what I would call a high threshold for abuse. You usually get one of those because you doubt yourself a lot and narcissists are really good at making us doubt ourselves. I would ask you to consider that possibility first. So let's just imagine that you're going on dates, you're dating a new person and you like this person a lot. They're fun, attractive, and they just seem like exactly a perfect match. Well, let's say you're four or five dates in and you notice that anytime that person feels slight, a little slighted or anytime it seems like they're not the center of attention, they kind of act different. They get a little quiet or loud, or maybe they just ignore your feelings altogether and only focus on what they want. Or you are always having to reassure them that, that in fact they are a good person, they're worth your time, whatever. If you find yourself with someone like this, a lot of people who maybe Maybe had a healthier start when it comes to boundaries and things like that a lot of people would just quietly kind of back away and disengage themselves but then there are people like you and me and we see these people and we think maybe I can help that person or maybe it'll get better or maybe people change or maybe they're just insecure because we're not committed yet and then you allow that person to stay in your life that's one possibility so on that line of thinking I want to ask you a few questions grab a pen and a piece of paper if you have a minute pause the video I'll wait so my first question for you is, do you have clear boundaries in place? Do you have deal breakers in place that would cause you to immediately end a relationship with someone? For example, in my life, I have three basic deal breakers and they are don't physically hit me. Don't emotionally hit me. Those are really both together. Don't abuse me. Don't hurt my children in any way and don't cheat on me. Those are my deal breakers. You've got to have boundaries and deal breakers in place if you're going to be in any sort of healthy relationship. Another question, have you ever left a relationship because that person was insensitive or didn't care about your feelings or because they were too selfish? Have you? Ask yourself that question. Let's say the relationship started out great and let's 
say that over time it goes downhill. Would you leave the relationship or would you stay in the relationship with hopes that it would get better? Another question, do you allow people to devalue you or tear you down emotionally? Do you allow people to make you feel bad about yourself? Have you ever found yourself making excuses for someone else's bad behavior? So if they were rude to you, do you just go, well, they had a hard day? Or do you tolerate any sort of verbal abuse at all? making excuses for their behavior in the process, any sort of abuse. If someone abuses you or, or crosses your boundaries or your deal breakers, do you leave immediately or do you stick around and try to fix it? These are important questions to ask yourself and here's why. If you value yourself, you will behave in ways that will show the world and any narcissist or potential connection that you will not tolerate certain things. So if you go into the world with an open mind and an open heart, but with those deal breakers in place, with those boundaries in place, it's very possible possible that you can end up finding a decent person. My point is you got to raise your standards. You can't tolerate things like abuse. You can't tolerate even some of the smaller things like someone who's just a little selfish. A little selfish is one thing. Excessively selfish with a lack of empathy is a toxic person and you can't let toxic people be part of your inner circle. But in general, there are certain types of people who tend to attract narcissists, and it's probably not who you think. I've talked about this before, but I'm just gonna lay it out for you really quickly. There are four different types we're gonna talk about today. Number one is a star. What do I mean by that? Well, a star is someone who really impresses you. They're someone who, in general, tend to impress people they meet. That's the first type of person, the star. And narcissists are attracted to the star for what I think are obvious reasons. They really want to kind of stand in that person's light. Narcissists themselves are naturally dark people, as in they don't have this inner light to shine out and, and share with the world. And so what do they want? They want to consume the light that you have. So if you're a star type person, if you're someone who is bright, happy, or what you were someone like that before you met the narcissist, because of course they'll try to tear that right down. But being a star, being someone who impresses other people is, is definitely attractive to narcissists. They love to be more awesome by association. The second type of person is someone I'm going to call the nurturer. This is someone who is always doing their very best to make everyone around them feel amazing. They might help the narcissist feel better about him or herself by constantly issuing compliments to them, constantly telling them how great they are, kind of picking them up whenever they're sad. This is the type of person who's going to react quickly and swiftly to any extreme emotion expressed by a narcissist, and they're going to do their very best to hold them up so they don't fall into their own pit of self-hate, self-loathing. It's really important to recognize this because by nature, most empaths are this way. Most empaths are always going to do their very best to try to hold up everyone else's self-esteem. And this is why narcissists are very attracted to this nurturer type. The next type we're going to talk about is kind of like the star, but it's not so much about necessarily the people being impressed by this person's accomplishments or abilities. In this case, we're talking about the beautiful people, someone who everyone around them might feel jealous of them forgetting, a very attractive woman, a very attractive man, someone who the narcissist can get their hooks into and feel an ownership of, and also someone very physically attractive, common. And I find it interesting how often I look at our Spanily members the people in our support groups, people here on YouTube, and I see how beautiful everyone is. Now, we don't always realize it, but it's true. Narcissists are not into slow people or 
unintelligent people or unattractive people. So if you have found yourself with a narcissist, chances are you're probably attractive as well as intelligent and probably stronger than you thought because narcissists love a challenge. The fourth type of person we're going to talk about is the validator. This is the person who walks around saying yes to the narcissist. Yes, you're amazing. Yes, you have valid feelings. Yes, I believe what you say. Yes, you seem real to me. This person will overlook their flaws. This person will basically hold them up on a pedestal and tell them how great they are. Sometimes this person is their mother or their father. Sometimes this person is a boss or a friend and sometimes it's a spouse or a partner. We've talked before about the unicorn, the type of unicorn that narcissists want. It's a person who is perfect in every way. And as soon as that narcissist gets their hooks into someone and recognizes that that person is in fact only human, the idealization phase ends and boom, they find themselves being devalued and discarded in sometimes cycles and sometimes the permanent discard comes, but usually there's some hoovering involved. The point is that they, they have the issue with object constancy, which we've talked about before, where they can't feel like they love someone and can be angry at someone at the same time. And that causes their empathy levels to drop beyond human to the point that they will say or do anything to hurt that other person while they're angry at them. And then once they love them again, when the person redeems themselves, they can't even recall how it felt to not love that person because they were angry. This is a narcissist issue, a common one. Uh, this of course leads to terrible relationships. And this is why a lot of you are sitting here talking with me right now. But for the most part, most narcissists are all about control. So if you're in a relationship with one and you look at how they're treating you, chances are they're trying to control you on some level. Whether it's control by caregiving where they're taking care of all of your needs and therefore you're obligated to stay within their little circle of control or they're controlling you directly and blatantly by making sure that they know where you are 24 7 by watching your phone stalking you whatever controlling the money this is what narcissists are about they are about being in control of the people in their lives if they have control they will see the relationship as successful at least on some level so this brings me to the question of the day the question of the day is what would you add to this list what else do you think it is that makes narcissists feel attracted to you. Share your thoughts, share your ideas, share your experiences in the comment section below and let's talk about it. That's all I've got for you but as always thank you so much for being a part of my day and a part of my life and hey thanks for letting me be a part of yours it really does mean a lot to me. Now before I go make sure you take a look at the videos I'm leaving for you right here and right here and while you're here hit that subscribe button right there so we can stay connected and continue on this healing journey together. I'll see you soon.